Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Poetry Tea Time in Poplar Woods. I'm Ophelia Owl, and it's my job to tell you all about my town. Every week I'll be sharing just a little bit from all my animal neighbours here. If you love stories, animals and perhaps visits that require a bit of imagination, you're in the right place. Let's close our eyes and travel to the forest of Poplar Woods to see what everyone is up to. Beyond the city's endless rush, where people toil, no room for hush, lies a forest, wild and free. It's magic only some can see. Animals walk and talk with ease, building homes among the trees. Poplar Woods, a world apart, a daily rhyme warms the heart. For every creature, big and small, share poetry tea time, one and all. Early one morning, just as the sun was peeking out over the horizon, most of the animals in Poplar Woods were already wide awake and quite busy. It was a special day. Today was the annual Poplar Woods picnic. Mr. Hickory, the red squirrel, was packing up nuts and berries, baskets of special treats, and even some honey from the bees in the meadow. One, two, and three bushels full of food. That should do it, he said to himself as he finished loading up his acorn cart. Mr. Hickory was used to loading and unloading lots of delicious foods in and out of the tree trunk general store. He took his job very seriously and everyone in town knew they could count on him. Down the path a little ways, the field mouse family had spent the last few days stitching small scraps of colorful fabric into banners. Mother Marigold Mouse was the best seamstress in town and she'd already started teaching her children all there is to know about sewing. Children, settle down, settle down. Daisy, Lily, Daffodil, we must finish this last string of ribbon so we can make it on time to set up, she said as her little children ran in circles around the long string of triangle fabric. They were a little bit too excited to focus on sewing. Henny Penny and Rupert, the geese from Lilypad Pond, had their own setup and preparations well on their way. Even as distinguished as they liked to be, they were willingly preparing arrangements of spring flowers. Rupert, oh Rupert, Henny Penny called. Coming, dear, Rupert called back as he waddled over to her pile of spring lilies and tulips. Can you hold these arrangements? I need to find a few more to add. This all needs to look just right, Henny Penny said as she focused on sifting through her huge pile. On the other side of the pond, where the picnic was planned to take place, teacher Mary Lou the Hedgehog and her son Quillian were just arriving to start setting up the kids' carnival. They had small walnut shell buckets for tossing games, tables with ribbons and willow branches for party hat making, art displays from class, and wagons filled with treasures found throughout the year. As they eagerly set up, Ruby, Rugby, and Ralphie Rabbit showed up too. 
Hi, Miss Mary Lou. Hello, Quillian, shouted the bunny triplets. They were so excited to help. We have the hobby sack game, called Ruby. And I have the flag, shouted Rugby. I have the prize for the winner, Ralphie chimed in. Hopping was something they felt very qualified to be in charge of. As the three of them laid out the hopping sacks, Edwin the Mole came over shyly to try and help too. Edwin was timid, but he was a dependable friend. As animals big and small started to make their way down to the willow trees along the creek, more and more supplies started to transform the special spot into a very extravagant picnic display. The only problem was, well, a very big and unplanned problem. Henny, Penny and Rupert started laying out their bouquets of flowers, but the flowers started losing petals left and right. Mother Marigold's banner wouldn't stay put on the tree. It was flying around every which way. The children's carnival games were falling apart and the party hat supplies were flying into the creek. Art displays were topsy-turvy and stuck up in the bushes. Frederick and Fiona, the frogs from the pond, tried to hop from lily pad to lily pad, saving what they could, but there was too much blowing around. And, as if this wasn't enough, Mr. Hickory was nowhere to be seen, off on a quest to catch his hat. All the animals of Poplar Woods hung their heads. This problem was a big one, and it was something they hadn't planned for. After a few words from Mayor Badger, they all agreed it would be best to take a break for tea to clear their heads. Every animal in Poplar Woods, no matter how big or how small, enjoyed poetry tea time every single day. They wouldn't miss it, even if they were in the middle of a predicament. Back in the rabbit burrow, Mother Rabbit was quieting down her triplets. Now, children, we will all do well to have a nice quiet time to clear our heads. She tried to calm their fear of the picnic being cancelled. What if they don't solve this very big problem? Ruby asked. Let's not jump to that yet, Ruby. Let's try to read some poetry about this very obstacle we are facing. As Mother Rabbit began to read, the bunnies sipped on their ginger carrot tea. This calmed them right down. A poem by Robert Louis Stevenson. I saw you toss the kites on high and blow the birds about the sky. And all around I heard you pass like ladies' skirts across the grass. Oh, wind a-blowing all day long. Oh, wind that sings so loud a song. I saw the different things you did, but always you yourself you hid. I felt you push, I heard you call, I could not see yourself at all. Oh wind, a blowing all day long, oh wind that sings so loud a song, oh you that are so strong and cold, oh blower, are you young or old? Are you a beast of field or tree? Or just a stronger child than me? Oh, wind a-blowing all day long, 
O wind that sings so loud a song. This very big, oh so sneaky, unplanned, very big problem was the wind. Mother, mother! Ruby Rabbit had been listening quietly to the poem about wind, but she had a big idea to share. Mother, the poem said the wind tosses kites up high. I think that's it. We should turn the picnic into a kite festival. Ruby was very excited and she was jumping around. Oh, Ruby, that is brilliant, Mother said. As all the animals made their way back to the picnic grounds, Ruby shared her amazing idea and everyone loved it. Miss Mary Lou's class quickly gathered all their tussled supplies, held them down with some rocks and prepared them to turn into beautiful kites instead. Henny Penny and Rupert piled up the flowers and brought them over to where the kite making station was. They would work perfectly as decorations on the kite tails. And last but not least, Mr. Hickory found his hat and attached a simple string to turn it into his very own kite. As the entire village flew kites up in the sky, they realized that this nuisance of a windy day really turned their picnic into something amazing. They all vowed to make this their new annual tradition. When the day was finally winded down, Miss Mary Lou read one last poem to the entire town as they sat beneath the willow trees. Who Has Seen the Wind? by Christina Rossetti. Who has seen the wind? Neither I nor you. But when the leaves hang trembling, the wind is passing through. Who has seen the wind? Neither you nor I. But when the trees bow down their heads, the wind is passing by. What a happy ending to a tricky situation with my friends. Maybe you're looking out the window on a windy day yourself, or you feel inspired to make a kite of your own. Or maybe you're thinking of a new way to solve a problem. No matter your circumstance, I'm glad you've joined the story today. Please join me, Ophelia Al, next week in Poplar Woods for some new poetry and new adventures. Until then, I bid you farewell. <laughs>